Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stim and Zang Show, episode 42. This week's yeah. episode, we'll be talking the start of the NBA season, like we did last episode with the NHL. We're giving our predictions uh, for the NBA in both conferences, the top eight, who we think is going to make the playoffs, who's not going to make the playoffs. Uh, talk a little NHL, Montreal Canadiens, tough, t- tough start to the season. And uh, yeah, maybe wrap the little Bengals, you know. Who knows, form two. Uh, but as always, this episode is brought to you by Hot Streak Fantasy, the best in-play fantasy app on the market. Pick two to three players in the MLB and NFL. Um, uh, pick them and watch them make you some money. Watch your favorite teams and players make you some money. Hot Streak is matching your initial deposit as a bonus when you use promo code Hot Sauce. So get Hot Streak Fantasy app now. Uh, every week we say it, quick and easy. Best in-play app on the market. Uh, baseball is almost finished. NLCS, ALCS wrapping up, uh, and then the World Series and NFL. Still early week six, so a lot of time to uh, to uh, gamble on sports. Uh, but uh, as always, before we get into the episode, roll it. I'll go back to the Stupid Zang Show. Like we said, episode forty-two. This episode, we're talking NBA, a little hockey. Um, Eric, we got mentioned shout out to the Bengals, Steelers. Uh, oh, both yeah. our teams won big wins, yeah. Uh, Eric, I was uh, yeah, hold on, I'm in a, I'm in a podcast, okay. Um, uh, Eric, uh, Bengals, Seattle, not Seattle, uh, Pittsburgh. No. Yeah. Uh, they win. Um, Bengals go to four and two. Yeah. Pittsburgh three and three, three, and three uh, after their win uh, in Seattle. Eric, I actually had a parlay set up uh, for this uh, this weekend Sunday parlay. I actually got two wrong, two wrong. Could you believe that? Yeah. Two wrong. Did I not tell you? I looked at the Seattle Pittsburgh one. I said, yeah, I would bet on Pittsburgh, but obviously I'm biased. It was a very close. It, it was going to be a close game because if you look at th- that game, it was both teams are a little inconsistent right now. So. Listen, I was, I was obviously wrong on Jacksonville and Miami. Jacksonville won, so I was wrong on that. And I was wrong on the Steelers and uh, Seahawks. So, uh, Eric, I put $30 on that parlay. Could have had 40 Gs in my pocket. It was that one? Yeah. It was There's that one. no way you were so too I off everything I have, Everything else right um, except... Yeah, what? those two teams. So uh, there's no what it yeah. was that one. Yeah, you're that close. Yeah, I got everything That's else crazy. right. That's crazy. That's crazy. so. We'll see next week, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of heartbreaking. I'm glad it's two and not just one. Um, yeah. I'm glad Jacksonville lost because then, like, right from that was an early game too. Uh, so then, I lost immediately from one o'clock in London, whatever they're freaking playing. So yeah, Bengals won though. In the end, that's a good thing. They moved to four and two. But Eric, that's why I'm repping the jersey as always. Like I said, Chase, Jamar Chase. Um, you see that block? That highlighted block too. Guys just practically yes. blocking like a tight end now at this point. So fifth overall, there you go. Penny Sewell, Eric. Mm, I don't know. Trey Hendrickson kind of just ate him for dinner up. So I don't know. Fifth overall, looking pretty good so far. But uh, onto the NBA. Eric started the NBA season happening um tuesday and therefore we have to give our predictions in for the wednesday episode released so a little east and west 
conferences, Eric, uh, we're just going to go one day. We're not going to do whatever the 16, because who cares about the teams that don't make the playoffs? Uh, all we care about is the teams that do, but there is a play in tournament this year, right? I believe. Yep. So we have to take that into account. Uh, given our prediction. So um, let's jump into the West Eric, the West, mm-hmm. which I think yep. is kind of an, when I was making my prediction, it was a little easier. I found um, for me to do it compared to the East. So um, I'll go first with the West, and you can give me your uh, your say. Okay. But for the Western Conference in the NBA, Eric, number one on my list, you're going to like this one, the Utah Jazz. Really? Utah okay. Jazz. Well, really. That's why I'm saying the West was a lot easier because you'll see the East for me was a lot harder for, okay. for me to, to, to complete that list. But Utah, you know, they added some new faces. Rudy Gay, Hassan Whiteside. Jared Butler, March Madness hero. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, you got the same team as last year with some new faces. Rudy Gobert, deep poi. Um, Donovan Mitchell, as always. Mike Conley. That team's good enough to make the playoffs, whatever, win their division, Eric, as I said. But they're not going to be good enough to win the NBA championship until they get a third uh, third star, I would say, uh, for them. I've always been saying that. But good enough to win in the West. So, Look forward to that. Uh, second, this is kind of a surprise to some. Might be a reach of a pick, but I went with Denver. I went with Denver fair. Nuggets. Uh, a lot of people, yo, what about LeBron and the Lakers? I don't know. I like Denver. You know, obviously, no. Um, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, thank you. No Jamal Murray. So Nuggets are really going to have to rely heavily on Michael Porter Jr. Just signed the new uh, Max extension. And, of course, Aaron Gordon, who they got last year at the trade line, deadline for Orlando. Yeah. But with the Nuggets, if those guys step up, Eric, it's still a really good team, really good defensively structured team that could score points. So that's why I have them second. There's a good chance. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that, but there's a chance Michael Porter Jr. doesn't live up to his contract, uh, Max contract. In this first season, who knows? But there's a lot of pressure right now on those two. I'd say Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon, uh, Michael Porter Jr. to deliver. For me, third, I got the Lakers, LeBron, AD, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron look like you know they're still figuring things out in the preseason. I'm sure they'll get it going. Three stars right there uh, to push the Lakers to number three. Number four, not the Phoenix Suns, Eric. It's actually the Golden State Warriors. I have. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So this might be a little stretch, a little reach. They're in the play-in. They got eliminated. But Cole, Golden State Warrior, you know, they signed Iggy in the offseason. Clay Thompson, hopefully, is going to be returning this season. Drafted Moses Moody. Um, who's that other guy? They had Jonathan, um, the other lottery pick. Kuminga. Yeah, Kuminga. So a couple new faces for Steph Curry to play with. Uh, Jameis Wiseman, obviously, as we know, center. But their title aspirations kind of depend on Clay Thompson, on the shoulders of Clay Thompson. If he's not ready exactly. to come back, then I don't think Golden State finishes fourth, whatever they finish a little more down. But with him healthy, that's a really good team. Clay Thompson, Splash Brothers, that duo. Uh, we see how dangerous they can get in the regular season. And with Draymond Green, um, still one of the best defensive players in this league, in my opinion. Works hard. So, and Iggy now, too. Their defense is getting better. Offense could get better. So it could be, could be a good year for Golden State if Clay Thompson's healthy. Fifth, Phoenix. Suns, um, just heard that Aiton and the Suns didn't reach a new deal after the con- rookie extension deadline. Yeah, so um, don't know what that means necessarily for this uh, for this team. Mm-hmm. I picked them, Devin Booker. Um, I, you know they re- re-signed Chris Paul, which was their biggest need. 
still a great defensive uh, defensively built team as we saw in the finals last year. But yeah. you know, Aiton, I don't know where their potential could be uh, without their five men. Exactly. So it, I put them fifth, even when healthy. They could push for fourth even without the, but with no Aiton, I don't know. I'm, like I might have to switch six or seven down there, but uh, I'll keep them at fifth for now. I won't uh, push. I'm not gonna over exaggerate, but six. I got the Clippers. Paul George Clippers, as we know, Kawhi towards ACL, so he won't be there. So, you know, they're not, they're really a tier below all these championship teams without Kawhi. So that's why I got them at six. Dallas is seventh. Yeah. Luca, uh, new head coach, and Jason Kidd. And it really comes down to how poor Zingas is going to be used this, uh, this year. Um, that's what was the biggest problem we saw with Rick Carlisle last year was how Porzingis his playing not playing time but how he was going to use him in his offensive offensive scheme. So it really comes down to that. It's a make or break thing for the Dallas Mavericks right now with uh, Porzingis eight. I went with either Portland's making or Memphis. It's Portland. Um, you know they signed Larry Nance Jr. Uh, so they got uh, they resigned they they still resigned Norm Powell right. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So yeah. still a team, I think. Dame Miller, obviously one of the best point guards of the league. CJ McCollum. I think that team's good enough to make the playoffs. If not, then I'd say Memphis with uh, John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. He's healthy now, ready to go. That's, uh, okay. that's what that's I got for, uh, for my eight. Wow. So you left West. out some decent Some teams. good. So yeah. So that means for me, Sacramento, Minnesota, San Antonio, OKC, Houston. New Orleans don't make the playoffs. Okay, that, that, I think that, that, makes that's, sense. That's a fair assessment. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna go with my ranking. At first, I have Utah. I don't think I have to explain myself. Best team in the league, whatever. In the league. best. We also we added, as you said, Hassan Whiteside, Jerry Butler, uh, Rudy Gay, and also Eric Pascal from Golden State, who's a very good young player, and also Donovan Mitchell's childhood friend and best friend that we got on the team. So there's chemistry there. Um, a stat that people don't really know is Utah went 31 and five at home last year. So, cause we, we, we kind of had like fans for a bit. I think so yeah. we are a home team mm-hmm. and we, we usually, so, and we're 21 and 15 on the road. So there's definitely a correlation there. So I don't know. I just like our team super well built. Mike Conley's coming. Like, I don't see we're able to keep a bunch of players. Obviously we lost Derek favors, one of our best players, but it is tough. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think we're me first. Uh, second, you had Denver. Yeah, that was my stretch pick, my dark horse. Not written. I I call it. A dark it's horse. not. I I kind of want to put Denver there too, just because of Jokic. But mm-hmm. I just I don't. I feel like they're probably. I'm I'm gonna put the Lakers at because they lost what they lost Mason Plumley, which was big too. It's gonna make they them, lost him a while ago. Like yeah. Two years ago, but yeah. Oh, did they? Uh, yeah, they they traded him at the uh, deadline, right? For uh, like he's he he was he Mason Plumlee was in Charlotte, but yeah. he was he played last year with Detroit. But yeah, um, so L.A. Lakers, I have them at two. I just think Russell Westbrook is such an addition to this team. It's like, like obviously they might not do that well in the plus, but they're gonna win games with just having Russell Westbrook on your team. Like you're one of the best teams just by get, getting Russell. Who Westbrook. you think's gonna shoot for that team? Doesn't matter. The the the, the ball is gonna go in the basket. No, I mean I have them way. high too. I know they're gonna win games. I'm just wondering that like shooting a three could be the big is probably their biggest problem right now. Yeah, it it is a problem, but it's just like Russell Westbrook. 
like the athleticism on this team, mm-hmm. like the leadership on this team is just is just pure vets. Well, like, yeah, I don't it is know, an old team. Is they'll, it? They'll, they'll, they'll they'll figure it out. That's why I they uh, put Carmelo is a good shoot uh, three point shooter. Very good. Three, yeah. Oh, so it's kind of it's kinda tough. It's kind of tough for me to put them at two just because they're not they're they're all vets. So I don't know if they're gonna try that hard in the in the regular season, but. They might have to try hard in the regular season, regular season if they want a good matchup, right in the playoffs. Yeah. So, I'm gonna put them there at three. I'll put Denver like they were last year. I just think Denver, uh, obviously, they lost Jamal Murray, but just they've been consistently at that number three spot with or without Jamal Murray, right? Jokic is gonna take a step up again. He's only 26 years old, I believe. Michael Porter Jr. just got signed. He averaged like 19 points, so I, he can probably he's gonna push in the 20s. Obviously, defensively, he has to improve, and also. Uh, the reason why he dropped so low in the draft was because of the injury. So if he doesn't get injured and every, and he gets better defensively, he'll be really good for this team. And um, I don't know. I'm Aaron excited Gordon. to see what, yeah, it's a, it's exactly. A, Aaron Gordon. He's Aaron Gordon is only they're well built defensively. I'd yeah, say they're gonna be uh, they're so. gonna be a good team for sure. Um, at four, who do I want at four? This is a tough one. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put Dallas. I don't know if Dallas has. I just think Kristaps is gonna get, uh, like, a really good. He's gonna have a really good season. Last year in the playoffs was atrocious. Yeah, everyone was like, "Rose, whatever." That's why it's up I to know. Jason Kidd now to figure it out. Exactly, and they they have a good team. Like just having Luca and Kristaps, that's good enough. And they still have players like Tim Hardaway Jr. Right, so th- they're gonna be a good team. I think they'll be fourth. Is, yeah, fourth is reasonable mm-hmm. for them. Um, I kind of want to put Phoenix here, but I'll put Phoenix at five. Phoenix at five, same exact team as last year. Uh, obviously, 18, there's an issue there. The only thing with 18 is because he's looking at Michael Porter Jr. right now. He's like, Michael Porter Jr., you just signed this huge contract. They're from the same draft. DeAndre 18 was the first pick in that draft, and he's seeing all those players right behind him in that draft, like Michael Porter Jr., Luka Doncic, Trae Young, all these players, even like uh, Jaren Jack, they're all signing these huge tr- uh, deals, and then DeAndre 18 is like, okay, I'm worth around that amount. Like, yeah. give me something near there. But he has been a bit inconsistent. Not inconsistent, but he showed up in the playoff, which is what should matter, right? If you're a if you're a good playoff performer, you can be shit. Like if you're good in the playoffs, you're good in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Obviously, match where up- I'm confused. I'm like, if Michael Porter Jr. is going to get a max, DeAndre Ayton should get one. Like exactly I know, right. I know how some some like people saying, you know, like oh, he's not ready yet, or he hasn't proved yeah. himself and stuff like yeah. that. But okay, Michael Porter Jr. has been injured. He's a high-touted yeah. prospect, right? High-scouted um, prospect. He got injured, dropped. I have, but how many seasons? He played that one season, or how many seasons has he played? And then he had this 19 points average season. So right? this was his fourth season. Uh, okay. Third, third season. Fully healthy? Like he's been healthy? Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. No, first season he didn't play. Okay. So he was drafted in 2018. So he was yeah, drafted so in 2018. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so like this, this is his high. This was his career best, nineteen. Yeah, yeah per by game. far, by far. But yeah, like, I think it's, it's, okay, yeah. I don't know. It's just like that's kind of crazy. I feel like a max contract. Saying, the, the only thing with DeAndre Ayton is because this guy's just as a center, it's hard to see the upside on a center, right? Other than if you're Joel Embiid, right? Because people had him compared coming in, they compare him to Joel Embiid. There's looking at this guy, super tall, like obviously drafting having a good center, uh, first overall pick is pretty common, but yep. it's just. For centers, they don't know if DeAndre Ayton like can can you re- replace DeAndre Ayton easily with like a Mason Plumlee or like just a because centers there's a value in the center. It's like if you're not top ten, you're all around the same. Like you get traded easily. Like yeah, you know what I mean. 
is he gonna be like a NS like is NS Cantor is it that big of a drop off? Like players like that. So I feel like the Suns they don't want to because most Commit of the that times much money exactly most of the times out. when centers get huge contracts they never live up to like that huge potential. So no. that's why here it's a bit iffy. But they're gonna be a really good team. They just signed Mikel Bridges to a contract. He's a really good player. Their whole team, Cameron Johnson, obviously Chris Ball is back. They're, Devin Booker's uh, coming back again. So that's a good team. Um, I'm gonna have them at fifth. At six, I, I'm 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 gonna put uh, Golden State Warriors with Clay Thompson come back and James Wiseman gonna take a step up. They're gonna be a good team. Seven, I'm gonna put the Portland Portland Trailblazers. Um, I just think they're gonna with Dame. Dame's gonna find a way to make the playoffs. He's always been that six, seven, eight seed spot. He's going to find a way. He's just like, if he has to go in the playing game, he'll perform in the playing game. I'd love to, he's performing the playing games before. Like yep. he, he will do well. Like that, that's his thing. Like he's just clutch like that. He is. So obviously they're coming back with the same team, which is kind of tough. I know Norman Powell is a step up, but like, yo, this guy needs help. You know, like obviously him and CJ, they'll be good, but oh, it's been like what? Five, six years. And it hasn't yeah. really nope. done anything. Yusuf Nurkic hasn't really performed either. So, could be, this could be the last, like, depending on Dame Lillard. I know he says he's a exactly. loyal guy and everything, but if he's not happy this year, I don't know. It exactly. could be the last season. And, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I know I'm a Utah, but who wants to live in Portland? Like, come on. Like, Portland. I'm surprised he's sticking it out this long. I've heard that. some bad things about Portland. People don't like Portland a lot, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> at eight, I'm going to go. Oh, this one's tough. Right? I'm going to throw. Oh, I didn't even say the Clippers yet. I, I obviously, there you uh, go. I, I kind of fucked up the rankings there, but the Clippers uh, yeah, are well, going to be. As you guys know, I come prepared to the episode, whereas Eric kind of just goes on the fly with everything. Uh, so. Whatever. But yeah, Clippers, they're going to make the playoffs. Um, They're obviously without Kawhi. He's injured for now, but it's a playoff team. As as always, like last year, they made the conference finals and they have the potential to make it super far. So um, I don't, even Paul George, like you can, people can roast Paul George all they want. Paul George is an amazing basketball, like basketball player. Like maybe on the playoffs, he has his moments. But if you look at Pacers, Paul George, this guy was unstoppable. So even OKC, Paul George, like he's a really good basketball player. So yep. um, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. And that's my top eight for the West. Oh, yeah. So now we got to talk about, we got to mention the playing tournament, which is yeah. eight, nine, 10. Um, who else? Seven, eight, nine, 10. Seven, eight, nine, 10. Yeah. So, I had Memphis eight, obviously tied with Portland. So I'm going to have them. If it, one of those teams, either it's Memphis or Portland, is going to be in that play-in tournament, mm-hmm. um, who else would you think would slot into that? So I think Sacramento. I don't think San. I don't think San Antonio is there yet, just because they lost DeRozan too, right? But obviously they have a player like Dejounte Murray who's really good, but yeah. they're not at that level yet because DeRozan just losing DeRozan is huge, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have Sacramento in there just because of obviously Darren Fox who's been taking steps after step so he's been improving yeah i'd take rapidly. sacramento too i wouldn't take minnesota i have zero no, trust no, no. in minnesota exactly minnesota the only reason maybe because anthony edwards has been performing really well he's been improving like he's been but even with those them. three together healthy I know, uh know. russell um anthony edwards and carl anthony towns yeah they still didn't win 500 like exactly we're in a 500 team and d'angelo russell is not an all-star and like he's not that player anymore and like Obviously, they're lacking defense there because Cat's not that good of a defender. Um, D'Lo's really not good, a good defender. And Anthony Edwards really doesn't 
he can be, a, but he doesn't really draw yeah. defense. So they're mostly like a highlight team. And also they have Malik Beasley, who's a really good player, but it's like, it's, there's not, not a lot going on. And they just traded away. They got who Patrick Beverly, I think. They just traded away their fourth pick from two years ago. They're 20, was it 29? I think it's 2019 fourth round pick for Patrick Beverly. So that, that just showed that they gave up on him super early already, which is kind of weird, but yeah. Wait, how did they trade a 2019 fourth round pick? No, no like the the guy that they picked fourth. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. I, yeah. I didn't say that probably. So their fourth pick that they got in twenty nineteen. Maybe you did. Oh, okay. So yeah, the fourth pick, the fourth overall pick that they got in twenty nineteen, Jared Culver. They traded him for Patrick Beverly. So this guy had Jericho. He still has potential, but they just gave up on him already, which is kind of crazy. And the San Antonio young team, as we know, OKC young team, Houston, yeah. as we know, depleted. They went through a whole organizational exactly. change in New Orleans but, with Zion's injury and everything like but that. They lost Lonzo and Zion's injured yeah. for a while. Exactly. Obviously, Brendan Grimm, uh, Brendan Ingram is going to keep that team together, yep. but I don't think they're, they're ready for that step up yet. Okay. So uh, let's go to the Eastern conference. Yeah. Very Eric. This, this is a tough, this is the, where I had the most trouble is picking this top eight here because there's yeah. a lot of good teams, um, even sorting them was pretty tough. But uh, my number one to lead off uh, this division are the current NBA champions, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, They're just, you know, they've led the league, you know, in the best net rating, whatever. They're going to pick off from where they left off. There's there's really no, you know, urgency or uh, fear of the Bucks. Yeah. You know, whatever. Fine. Drop into the middle of the pack. They're going to be a top three, top two team in this East. I put them number one. Uh, number two, I got the Nets, KD, James Harden, that duo. Still one of the best duos in the league. That's going to be good enough in the East to put you at number two. Number three, I have the Miami Heat. Uh, three all-stars with the addition of Kyle Lowry is uh, definitely a big upgrade over Goran Dragic. Dragic. But the problem with the Heat right now is their secondary. Obviously, it looks a bit depleted from what it did uh, in the finals a few yeah. years ago. So, you know, they got uh, Kyle Lowry, but their bench is a little bit weaker than it was, but they're still good enough to win, uh, to win a lot of games here in this division. Yeah. Fourth for me, 76ers. Uh, I don't even know how to feel about this, this placement with 76ers. They're, they're a playoff team. We all know yeah. that Joel Embiid, but with Ben Simmons and that whole thing, uh, that whole uh, incident this summer, we don't know what's going to happen. So that's why I had it. There you go. That is mom. Uh, yeah. Hi, Shirley. Uh, but um, yeah, that's uh, who I have for, for 76ers. Number four, number five, I have Boston. You know, uh, what's his name? Ah, Jason, Jason Tatum. Uh, yeah, one of the best players in the league. Dennis Schroeder, they got. He's poised for a bounce back season and of course robert williams is going to be at center a lot of potential there i think you know boston's great team playoff team they're going to be fine six atlanta you know atlanta is a good team now eric they used to be a bad team but they're not going to shock or surprise anyone anymore trey young that whole supporting cast uh that's going to be a great playoff team and they can make a surprising playoff run we'll see this year uh once they get it seven for me the knicks uh knicks are dropping this year my opinion it's basically the same team I feel like the Knicks are, they signed a bunch of, you know, team friendly deals to their players, hoping, I'm guessing, for the next big offseason when the superstars are there. So they, they're going to try and sign them. The old classic Knicks, like what they tried to do with Kevin Grant and everything like that, didn't work out. 
But they're going to be the same team as last year, which was good enough to make the playoffs. What was it fourth seed, mm-hmm. I think, in this division? But for me, I have them seventh. And then mm-hmm. eighth, I have Chicago. The okay. Chicago Bulls, big offseason uh, acquisitions. You know, you get DeMar DeRozan, um, Lonzo. You have Zach Levine there already, Vucevic. You know, we'll see what that team, you know, we haven't seen how that team plays together uh, altogether. So, you know, time will tell. But I think right now that group, should be good enough to make the eighth slot. And then, yeah. you know, when it comes to the play-in, I'm looking at Indiana, their underrated team. Toronto could compete, exactly. obviously. Yeah. And then teams like Detroit, Cleveland, uh, Orlando, Charlotte, Washington. I mean, Charlotte, yeah, but eh, I'll put them with the, bu- the rest of the bunch. But, yeah, that's going to be uh, for my play-in, Toronto, okay. Indy. Because, well, I have a very similar... Um, I found it hard to place like a specific, like you don't know where the key in 76ers in Boston. It's like such a mix up. So, yeah, like you said, number one, I'm gonna have Milwaukee. Uh, they just won the championship, so I feel like there's so much less pressure on on, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo to play well. He can just play and have more fun, right? So, hopefully, though, they don't, uh, you know, like that, like that championship hangover that people say, yeah, exactly. No, but hey, it's, it's Giannis, this guy won MVP, and everyone's like. And he won another MVP, you know, like uh, I just but I know Giannis is that type of guy to like once he has it, he wants more of it. But at least now, like b- before when he used to play, like it never felt like he was going to do what like now people know Giannis is a winner. Like He can, yeah. he, he can be your number one. People were doubting that before. Now people know Giannis can be your number one option and you can win championships with that. Right. So um, I'm very excited to see the new Giannis. He has a good jump shot now, too. So. I'm excited to see that. Um, they have Drew Holiday, um, Chris Middleton come back. So yep. it's a very good team. Um, and people underrate Drew Holiday. Like, Drew Holiday is really one of the main reasons why they – like, Drew Holiday was very crucial. Very important uh, for them. So, yeah. And then um, second – okay, I'm going to put Nets like you did. Um, I, I like the Nets, though. Um, I mean, yeah, I just, KD. KD, James obviously. Harden. James Harden. Uh, Kyrie, he's going to be there from time to time. Uh, he has stuff going on, right? We already know that. Uh, they, they they have a they have a good team. There's not much to say. Um, I I also think they're going to be second in the league. It's pretty fair to assume that. Third, uh, did you have Miami too? Fuck. Yeah, I did. Okay, okay. I'm gonna put. Well, you just want to take a picture of my list? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna change. Okay, I'm gonna... no, you don't have to change. If you think the Heat are going to be third, Eric, I, I have Heat at third. Heat. I have yeah third. So I those are my top three in that division. I think is. It's them three, and then you think a it's a lock? Top. I don't think it's a lock, but it's pretty like Miami at three makes sense to me. Kyle okay. Lowry, he's been he's been on the best player, the second best player on the champion. Like Kyle Lowry, if Kyle Lowry's on your team, you're making the playoffs. You're in the top four, top five seed, right? So, um, obviously with Jimmy Butler too, and Bam. they still have Ola, yeah, they still have Oladipo, I believe. I think, uh, they have Bam, like Tyler Hero, Duncan Rock. Like, this is a really, really fucking good team. So. I'm very excited to see what they can do this year. Um, I know they're going to do well, and uh, I'm excited to see. At four, I don't know. I want. I, I don't want to put Philly. I know Philly was first in that division last year, but with what's going on with Ben Simmons, it's kind of tough. But I'm still going to put them there, whatever. <laughs> Philly at four. Um, I have them there. I don't know. I, I like Philly. Like If Ben Simmons can play, just having Joel Embiid, the team, they should be around four. Um, at five, it's a chemistry thing, though, right? With Philly, yeah, yeah, it exactly. Could be, that could, like people don't realize that. 
that Ben Simmons situation could really yeah. affect that locker room. But if Ben, yeah, but if they both play, they still have to buy her. That's that's a top mm-hmm. four team, right? At five, surprisingly a bit maybe. I'm gonna put Boston. I just think Jason Tatum. And Not Jaylen surprising. Brown. I put them there. Did you actually have them at five? Yeah. Let me guess who number six is going to be. Okay. Well, no. <laughs> okay. Boston. I have them at five. I just think they're they're going to take a step yeah. up with Robert Williams, two players like that, Mar- like Marcus Smart. Like they have a really really good team. I love that team. Um, they still have young players that not a lot of people will know about. Like um, Romeo Langford is going to take. Like obviously, I know Carson Edwards isn't as good. Uh, Taco Fall is gone, but whatever. <laughs> But they, they, they have a good team, um, very well built. Uh, I, is, I think Bradley Stevens, I don't know if he's a coach, but he's still working. Yeah, with it, yeah he's, uh, I think he's up in the front office or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I but, forget what his actual title is. Not the he, coach, though. But, but they, they have a, they've always had a, a solid team, so I'm going to have them at five. Six, I'm going to put Chicago at six. Mm. Um, I really like Chicago's team. I love what they built. Just having DeRozan on the team, they have Zach Levine. Obviously, the addition of Alonzo Ball, Alex Caruso. They still have players like Kobe White. They lost Larry Martin, whatever Larry Martin. He had potential, but wasn't really living up to it. It's fine. They they still have Patrick Williams. They have Vucevic. So um, I, I like that because they they had a like Lonzo was a very good defender. Alex Caruso is a really good defender. DeRozan is a decent defender. So they added that because. Vucevic, Levine aren't that good defensively, Mm -hmm. but now this is a stacked team. I'm so excited to see what they can do. Um, At seven, kind of surprisingly a bit, I'm going to put, I think Pacers are going to be at seven. Um, I know there's one team that's dropping. I don't like this team, so that's why I'm dropping. Wow, okay, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to put Pacers at seven. Hey, they have a good team. They have TJ Warren, Karis LeVert. Malcolm Brogdon, right? Sabonis, who's really new good. Coach. They saw Miles, new coach. We saw Miles Turner. So this is a good team. Um, underrated, I'd say. Very, very underrated. They've always been really underrated. They have defense, offense. So I'm excited to see what what uh, what Rick Carlisle can do to that team too. At eight, I don't know, man. I I don't I don't believe in this Atlanta team. They might prove me wrong, but I have them at eight. I just don't think. I don't. Th- I'm not. I know they made the conference finals, but I'm not saying it's a fluke because it's just. No, I can see that. I can understand that. Like, I don't know. They they're a good team, but I I I might they might be even number one in the league. But I have them at eight. I'm I'm gonna stick to eight. I I just I think they're gonna drop. That's why I was saying this division's tough or this conference is tough. I I know I might. uh, It's it's a tough look because they might be number one in the league. But I have them at eight. You think they might be number one in the league? They could, they could, bro. They no number one. The their the conference, but they oh, they yeah. could. Atlanta could realistically be up there. How do you have number one, and then you have them making the eighth seed? Hey, bro, that's what you get with Trey Young. This guy's like not Streaky? inconsistent, but like he he's up and I've always had an up and down relationship with Trey Young. I'll be honest. Like I hated him. I hated him at first. I thought he was gonna be a bust. First year, he kind of proved me right, and then I was like, oh, I kind of when he started doing battles, I was like, okay, I see some potential. I don't think it's on Trey Young this year. I think Trey Young's in a ball like he usually does. I yeah. think it's on the supporting cast to really. But they have determine. a good supporting pro, uh, exactly. cast, right? They have John Collins, Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter, yep, uh, Kevin Herter, and even like Cam Reddish, right? So Gallinari's still on that team. Uh, I think so. I think he's. Uh, I do believe so. Um, so yeah, I have them at eight, nine. I'm gonna put New York. I think they're. 
they're, they're, they're going to be in the plan. And then I also have Toronto in the plan. And I think Charlotte's going to be, might be in the plan too, because Charlotte, this is a good team. This is a team that ended 10th last year. I know they just got blown out by like, what was it, Dallas in the, in the preseason by like 70 points. But this is a good team. Lamelo Ball is going to, Lamelo Ball is going to be like a 28 and 8 player. Like he's going to be so good this season. They still have Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, right? Yep. So this is a really good team. And at center, they, they got finally like a stable center in Mason Plumley, who's a good, like, he's a good starter. He's obviously like a top 20 center. He's not like really good, but he gets a job done. He's a good defensive player and he, he'll get rebounds and, and put the basket in the hole if he needs. Right. So that's my team. And yeah. I think to, people were sleeping on Toronto a bit. Yep. Um, I know. I think who, who I think Pascal's injured for, I think. Yeah. Right Pas- now. Pascal's yep. injured Pascal. for a bit, but OG's going to take a step up. I can feel if Fred's going to take a step up. They still have like Goran Dragic, right? And Scotty Barnes is going to play this year. So that's, that that will be a good team. So yeah, I'm excited. Will it be a good team to fit into the top eight? I don't know. I think they could definitely make the play-in for sure. Yeah, That's where I expect them to be. But maybe over the, like, I'm not even sold on the Knicks. We'll see. I have them seven. We'll see. You know? Yeah. We'll see. It could be a, could be a crazy year in the NBA um with the competition getting even tougher in some of the conferences but we'll have to check in uh when the season gets underway but one season already underway eric is the nhl season national hockey league hockey's back already uh last episode as uh, we mentioned hockey wasn't happening couldn't talk about it that we were going to talk about this week here we are nhl is back montreal canadians oh and three eric like i said last week this is going to be a tough year for the Canadians of uh, some of these teams. I said they're going to start a little slower injuries. Shea Weber, obviously, we know out for the season. Carey Price, Joel Edmondson, Mike Hoffman. And clearly, Eric, this injury, uh, injury-riddled Montreal Canadiens uh, are clearly struggling very, very much in both aspects of the game, defensively mm-hmm. and offensively. Through three games, Montreal is 0-3. They've scored three goals. Two of them are by Drouin. One of them is by a defenseman, Chris Weidman. Uh, watching the games, Eric, I mean, what the heck are some of it like? I don't know. They're going to have to. Uh, I know Dom Ducharme in practice has switched all the lines around except the second line, which I agree with the Jonathan Drouin, Christian Dvorak, Josh Anderson line. That's a line that's been working. That has been the only line that has been working. Tyler Toffoli, as we know, is a streaky NHL player right now. Uh, can't get it figured out. That's hurting Suzuki and Caulfield's line. Um, they need to get going. And then, oh, I, I, we, I mean, we could talk about the third and fourth line with the pocket, Perot, and, you know, Gallagher's on the third line now. Gallagher's a good player. He's always going to find scoring opportunities because that's who he is. But, he, you know, he has lost his line mates and Dano Tatar. He's playing with Jake Evans now. And um, Armia, I believe. Adam Brooks, hopefully, uh, will get into the lineup soon enough. He's a young player that was claimed off waivers by Toronto. He has a, you know, he was a promising, he was one of the most promising people on waivers at the time then. Montreal picked him up. So we'll see what he can do. But from the defensive side, I mean, it's been atrocious. Sherratt has been playing more than 20 something minutes a game. He's looked awful. Romanov has looked awful at some times. When he hits, he puts himself out of position. I just, uh, they need Joel Edmondson back real soon, Eric, or this is going to get real tough. And when he comes back, this team will be much better. When Mike Hoffman comes back, you know, even though Mike Hoffman's a one-dimensional player, he scores goals on the power play. 
And with Cole Caulfield and Mike Hoffman, yeah. hopefully on the same unit, that could help your power play out. But right now, their power play looks awful, as it usually does. They can't get in the zone. Same story every year. We don't really have to get into it. Yeah. But uh, Joel Emerson, yeah, needs uh, to, to get back here uh, healthy because, uh, like I said, this defense um, looks looks real bad. Looks real yeah, bad. Yeah. No, but but it, when you I, – I didn't watch the whole game, obviously. Like, I, I was watching clips. But Jake Allen, man, like, I know – Nothing wrong with the goaltenders. Yeah, like, he's playing well. Like, yeah. I know he's supposed to replace Carey Price. He's playing, like, not – like, Carey Price – like around like not not as good obviously but he's playing up to a, like a starter standard right so which is really good but defensively like uh Lafreniere like just like when you look when I'm watching the game I'm I'm looking at Montreal I'm like okay like they're defensively there's something like they gotta fix it right obviously yeah. losing Shea Weber their captain on defense is huge and obviously all the players you name but hey I'm happy for Jonathan Drain he's been scoring so happy for him but uh, hey. Let's see what uh, Montreal can do. Can we talk about Detroit a bit? I know, I know, we're doing good right now, so we can talk about Montauk. Detroit. Well, what do you like about Detroit, Eric? We can talk about Detroit early in the season because it's gonna be fun, and everyone's you know, everyone's yeah. starting the season and points, yeah. whatever. But eventually, it's gonna be Detroit. It's gonna slip. Because let's let's be honest. Well, later. we've had forty. This is our forty-second episode, right? Yep. I think I think I don't think we we mentioned Detroit. Like we never talked about Detroit. Like I mean, what is any, there to mention? What do you we, want to talk? We, Tyler Bertuzzi signed. He scored what four goals in the opener? Four goals Something in the like opener. That. We won. We won Saturday three one against Vancouver. Good team. Yeah. We, we almost beat the Tampa Bay like the reigning cha- double champs, right? We yeah. almost beat them. We we blew two three three goal leads. Whatever. So why don't you tell me what neglected high touted prospect that is playing for that was ignored by their team and trade to Detroit that is playing well right now? Because you know how you guys always pick up. Oh, like yeah. Brandon Peary or like, yeah, uh, you just guys always pick okay. up these guys who go on hot streaks or, you know, you know, like, uh, what's it? Robbie Faber. You know what I mean? Like stuff like, I know, that. I know, I know. Hey, we do like, that. Hey, what do you think is was playing real well for, uh, Detroit. Okay, but not from a trade, but more Sutter, man, three points in two yep. games. Hey, that's a good. And Lucas Raymond has been playing a bit too. So our, Hey, our team's different, man. I know <laughs> we lost Jacob Verana to injury, but Hey, we're this year's team, man. I'm telling you. Hey, I'd I say it's a young team. Low. I'd say like mm, you lack a lot. Hey, of, it's not uh, a long. Dylan Larkin's 25, 20, 25 now, I think. So sure, but there's no vet presence, is what I'm really saying. I mean, you got Mark Stahl. Is Mark Stahl still play for the Detroit Red, yeah. uh, Red Wings? We have Nick Letty, man. Mark but Stahl, that team's look, not going to be. Listen to our defense. It's getting Mark there. Stahl. I can see. I can see it's getting there. Okay, look, Alex Djokovic, very good goalie. I, I think Thomas Grice actually played last game, but whatever. Thomas Grice. And Ned, that's a good that's a good goalie tandem, right? Just look at it like this, okay? Alex Alex Njekovic and Thomas Grice, almost as good as Montreal's def- uh, goal 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 duo, right? Okay, right now pretty maybe. decent. Nick Letty, right? We have Nick Letty and Mark Stahl. Those are vets. We have Moritz Sider there. Like, come on, that's a that's a good team. What do you mean, look, Eric? Well, look, Eric, have you seen the top three in the Atlantic Division? Have you seen the people? Have hey, you seen who plays in that division? I'm saying Where we might make see, the might make what? We might make, make the, the playoffs? playoffs? Did you say we the playoffs? Make... I thought you were gonna say like the fifth seed or something like that. No, no, no. no. We can make, make the playoffs. Seat. Trust. Oh yeah. So who's who's, see... who's not making the playoffs, Eric? I don't know, man. But all I'm saying, even though in our predictions, you didn't have Detroit anywhere near the playoffs. It's fine. Look, look, Philip Hronick, 
Just listen to these names, Who cares? man. I don't care about these freaking names. Tell, talk to me. Who's going to drop out of the Atlantic, Atlantic Division to make a room for little Detroit? Little Detroit. Bro, we almost beat Tampa. That's what I'm Bro, saying. Who's it gonna be? Oh, so you're saying Tampa's not making the playoffs? No. So okay. Florida? We're going to make it in the wild card. Don't worry the about it. Wild card. It. So you're, go, you're going to go against some of the Metro teams. No. Yeah, Florida's not making it. I don't care. Florida Panthers aren't going to make look, it. Look, look, look. Danny DeKaiser. Philip Ronick. This is a better team than Montreal this season. Trust, Eric, bro. Eric. We're supposed to take this persona that we're credited sports whatever. <laughs> and you're not helping the case right now, talking about how Detroit can make the playoffs. I know yeah, you're a uh, fan and stuff, but come on. Okay, be a little I got realistic. you. But you know the player that you're talking about? Like, oh, we trade. You know who we signed yeah, this yeah. year that who? was a really good center? Yeah, I forgot who. Pure Sutter. Oh, Pure yeah, Sutter is center. Chicago. Yeah, see, you, you guys are infamous for that. Pick up the... Uh, hey, he's, he's good. And obviously... Bro, listen to this. Tyler Bertuzzi, Dylan Larkin, Lucas Raymond. That's such a fucking... Dis- we have Philip Zadina. People forget we have Philip Zadina on our team. Philip Zadina. First of all, did yeah. you see what Philip Zadina did in his post-game interview? First of all, use the midget word. Use okay. that word. Talking about... Okay. Um, Ah, who was it talking about? Um, I forgot. I think did they play Seattle yet? No, we played Vancouver and oh Vancouver. And he was talking about Connor Garland and he called Connor Garland a midget. <laughs> but Connor Garland's on that. Is he short? Is he that short? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, like I don't know. People are saying it's offensive, Eric. But uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, I don't think there's a punishment for that. It's not use of profanity. But um, yeah, I don't know. Phillips is neat. I don't know if he's a guy you want to be uh, proud of. So proud of you know. It's, uh, I can't be a guy to talk, obviously. Uh, okay. Montreal Canadiens drafted Logan Mayu, but uh, Detroit, yeah, Eric, sure. They're a fun little youth team that's going to be good. And if you like Ottawa, you know, you guys are a little up and coming. You guys are going to be battling out for the div title, whatever. Just not yet. Not yet. But um, right now, I don't know, Eric. It must be nice being, a, being part of a team. They made the playoffs like 20-something years in a row. And now haven't made the playoffs. Haven't made, and now haven't made the playoffs in how many years? Haven't made the playoffs in five, six years. Yeah, okay. been rebuilding for five. Hey, and that's fun. kind of like your major, like your eight, your nine, your twenty now, right? So like third, yeah. yeah. So like four. I got eight. I got eight years of no seven years of, well, of really, really good uh, playoff hockey. Yeah. Uh. Well, how much were you really watching playoff hockey? Don't worry about it. Don't okay. let's not count the finals here. Come on, let's this 2008. What do you mean? I, I was there. I was there. I watched it on CBC. Yeah. Hockey Night in Canada. You watched it because it was the Stanley Cup final, not because you were a Detroit fan. You watched it because it was the Stanley hey. Cup final. But anyway, it's fine. Let's not go to the origins. So anyway, Detroit's fine. Who cares? Nobody wants to know about Detroit, Michigan, Eric. Okay. It's in Michigan, Detroit. Oh, man. Anyway, hey, don't rip Michigan I do like old time hockey though. Uh, that Instagram page. Um, don't know. Yeah, they're them. big. They're huge. No, uh, Detroit you fans. don't know who I'm talking about. I'm talking ta- about oh. the guy who lives in the woods and like ba- uh, makes stuff, and he's like a Detroit fan. He cooks. Anyway, doesn't matter. Cool. Yeah, that's why I said I said he's a Detroit. I know who you're why talking. Why are you saying about? they though? You said they. Is it not two guys? No, it's one guy. I'm pretty sure. Okay, but I, I did see that page though. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, Montreal, Eric struggling so far. Joel Edmondson needs to come back, play top minutes, uh, with Jeff Petrie yeah. so they can get going. Ben Chirot, David Savard, not really the most offensive duo, uh, on the second pairing, but they'll be good enough defensively. And then you can have Romanov and mm, I don't know, I, the third pairing, you know, Romanov, Weidman, or Romanov, Kulak should be fine. Just Romanov needs to find his game right now because. I don't want to say he should be sent down into the AHL, Eric, 
but he's kind of getting there to the point. Like, I don't want to fuck around with this guy's potential or his development, right? If he's not yeah. showing he could do it right now, then, like, let's not, like, like uh, I'm not going to say uh, send him down immediately, right? But let's take notice of some of the plays he's made and some of the mistakes he's made, which he has. He's put himself out of position a few times with the hits he like. You know, he likes to hit. But by doing that, you, you know, you got to be able to put yourself back into the right position, uh, and he has it. So it's it's led to a few uh, scoring opportunities. Whatever. He's a young guy, but I just don't want this to affect him uh, mentally or whatever, you know. So, uh, but hopefully, you know, this is a weird place because you can't really judge the Canadians right now because of all these injuries, of course, and their defense looks horrible and there's nothing they can do about it. Uh, they can call people up, whatever. It's not really going to change. You need an impactful player, and that guy's Joel Edmondson. So once Joel Edmondson comes back, hopefully the Canadians, they will get better, I believe so. And then we could start absolutely like, you know, analyzing their play more realistically for the team who they, you know, for the team they are uh, at the, when they're fully healthy. And then Mike Hoffman, because they need to score. You can't score three goals and two of them by the same player. Like these lines, you can't just run four lines out there that aren't going to do anything. So Suzuki's line's got to get going. Cole Caulfield's got to get going. Toffoli's got to get going. And uh, second line's been good. Third line, you know, Gallagher, and he needs to get going because when Gallagher's on his game, he's a big player yeah. for us. Not saying that he sucks or anything right now. He just, he needs to get going for our sake to be successful. Uh, but like I said, transitional period right now for some guys like Gallagher, new line mates, uh, Jake Evans. Yeah, whatever. We need uh, we need our team healthy, Eric. What, what else can we say? So uh, tough start for the season for the Montreal Canadiens, 0-3. Their next games are San Jose, Carolina, Eric. That's going to be a little, little reunion from Jesperi Kakanyemi playing his old former team. That should be fun. And then Eric's third game versus the Red Wings. So look at that. So uh, that, that should be something to look forward to. Talk yeah. to talk. You know, you're saying Detroit's a better team than Montreal. We'll see. Okay, let's knows? not forget when we whooped you guys three times in one year. Hey, four. I'm, I'm pretty still, sure. I'm, four. Four times. swept us two years ago. Hey, I'm still a Montreal guy. I, I love Montreal, but. When it comes to Detroit and Montreal, obviously I have my team, but I I, I still I'm not hating on Montreal. Like I'm I love Montreal. I just love Detroit more. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You know, my, <laughs> my grandmother okay. had wheels. She'd be a bike, but you know, whatever. <laughs> what are we talking about? You like two teams? Cool. Yeah. What, what, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you never heard that saying? No, I have. I have. I I know you're gonna use that there. Okay. Uh, like, what are we talking about here, Eric? What are we talking? It's Detroit. What are we talking about? Okay, fair. Okay, keep rolling. Not... Team. Okay. Anyway. Okay, go, go. Keep talking. Okay. Uh, well, no, I'm done talking. That's uh, all I really have to say. Next week will be UFC 267 preview. Eric, you know I've been saying Yan. Yeah. Behov. Bohovich, Yan Bohovich. Yeah. You know, I've been saying Yan Blackovich, and not once have you said or corrected me. It's kind of fucked up, honestly, the way I look at it. Whatever. I was watching some UFC highlights. I'm hearing what's his face, the announcer. What's his name? Um, uh, at something Atkins. John Anik. John Anik talk, and he's saying Boho- uh, Bohovich. I'm like, this motherfucker, Eric Zang, didn't correct me <laughs> once. And I said this guy's name incorrectly all the time. Whatever. Thanks for that. So, Yan Bohovich versus yeah. uh, Glover Teixeira next week. That whole card. Good card. We'll break it down. And then a week yeah. after that, Eric, another UFC 268 oh week after God. probably the bet, the most anticipated one oh of the God. year, uh, yeah. Usman versus Covington two for the welterweight oh. belt. That should yeah. be 
Well, it's like three Moving years forward. in the making, man. That's like, yeah, it's yeah. three years in the making. So this episode, mm-hmm. NBA predictions next week, like we said, UFC. So stay tuned for that. Thank you again for listening to the or watching. Thank you. Uh, on the Shimon Zang Show, episode 41. And we'll see you guys next week. Or no, sorry, episode 42 this week. See you guys in episode 43. Yeah. Peace. <gasps> Roll the outro!